Hi, Shane. Good morning, my cohort in chaos. How are you feeling this morning, Shane? I'm feeling like I had COVID <laughs> and I am now in the recovery part of getting over it. So you could probably write a, a how to get over COVID quickly. I mean, okay? you have to be a little bit, you know, asinine or a little bit crazy because when I felt it coming on, I increased my workouts. Like I really just like went hard mm -hmm. um, because I figure the body's natural response to an infection is to increase your temperature to burn okay. out the infection. So why not assist my body in increasing my temperature? So I loaded up on clothing and just went in hard on the elliptical and lifting weights and just kind of, um, you know, made my body as sweaty as possible, as many times as possible to get over it as quickly as possible. You, know? you loaded up on clothing? You did a yeah, Martin man. Lawrence? Okay. Yeah, man. Did Oops. what I had to do. Burn this shit out of my system. Okay, we'll give you that shit since, <laughs> since you're uh, unwell or you're recovering. You're recovering. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, you're like the fourth person of this week to have COVID. Um, I called the vet because Beanie has to get don't tell him. Ah, uh, yes. Poor thing. I hope he doesn't hate me. I hope he you hates will. somebody else, not me. Days. Not me. Somebody else. Like, I didn't Whoever do it. Whoever takes him. Well, well Jason and I are both taking again. him. Well, he's taking uh, us. Yeah. We're both taking him. Never trust oh, y'all again on gosh. the next car no, ride. I don't want that. I don't want Every that. car ride, he's going to be looking at y'all sideways. I know. We're going to have to go. We're, you know what I mean? We're going to. Usually, he goes to the park when he gets in the car. So, Ooh, we're going to traumatize him now. You know, like, I know, uh, but he hasn't been to the park because he hasn't been to the to the dog park in a while because he's, you know, he's frisky. You know, he's fucking, always, he fucking. No, 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 no. But he's oh. always smelling some, and he smells different to the other dogs. So they're like, you know what I mean? I mean, they they like they like him, but. You said bad words. You said bad. my dog is a precious dog. You must not do such thing. No, oh, stop it. My mother's gonna have a fit. That Shane, he said that word. Okay, so um, anyway. Oh, what was I gonna say? We're back to the COVID thing. So the the guy, the vet, Gary has it. The vet has it. My good friend and sister Lori has it. And um and a colleague has it. I'm like, oh, two colleagues. I'm like, my gosh. So I, mean, I, um, I feel like COVID is just like, you know, it's I, like a I cold know. now. Everybody I, gets I know. It. Well, mm. but we have to make sure that we say I mean, I'm not a anti-vaxxer or vac I mean, I, I am for vaccinations, not clearly. Um, but I scheduled my booster because I had not had one booster and um I scheduled my booster for Ariel and I. Jackson already had his because he before he went to um, Spain. Yeah. And I think Jay's had his my husband, he's like, I did two, I'm good. He's yeah, like, he's not like you, but he would just work. I told him that you worked out twice and he would, I saw a smile on his face. Yeah. I mean, like he looked like a proud father. <laughs> hey man, I think working out is the key to answer to any question you got. Like, you know, you don't feel good, go work out. You feel great, I, go work out. You know, I, I, I don't know. Working out is. I well, know. I remember one year, this is years ago. I lived in Pittsburgh and I had a cold. I had a terrible cold. It was right before Thanksgiving, but I knew I wanted to like crush the Thanksgiving meal. So I, I was sick as a dog and I went to the gym and I, there were only two of us. It was the day before Thanksgiving and, or maybe even the morning of, I can't remember. And I like was right. It was a step class. and just like right there, like, and just sweat it all out. I mean, I still felt bad, but at least I Not was able to bad. eat without guilt. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So who are we, Shane? 
man, who are we? We are two seasoned corporate veterans who are here to pass along lessons learned from traumas we received. So hopefully you wouldn't have to go through it. Or if you do, you can laugh while you're doing it. Right. You know what, Shane? We did not plan to wear the same shirt. We did not. We just did. We're twins. We just in sync. We're all like mm-hmm. mentally connected when it comes to yep. dressing for our show today. Yeah, we certainly are. So, um, all right. So on today's show, we're going to talk about hot topics and discuss interview interview questions. And, and you know. And internal Every, applicants. Right. Now, for our interview questions, we can put a little twist on it because everyone is talking about what you should say, what you, you know, and, and how to answer these questions. What we're going to do today is we're going to tell you how not to answer these questions. All right. Uh, we're going to answer these questions in the most wrong way possible. And that way, you know what not to do. And then, uh, you know, you can take it from there. Right. Okay. So, first hot topic, I'm going to let you take it away, Shane, because this is the, this woman is, she's living my best life um, or the life that I want to lead. The 33-year-old mom who makes $760,000 a year in passive income lives on a boat, a sailboat, and uh, works 10 hours a week. Yeah. I mean, she is basically living the dream, right? So uh, long ago, she decided that uh, she didn't want to be on the corporate ground like everyone else. So she created a blog. God bless blogs and the internet, right? So now she is a financial analyst. Um, well, she's a uh, financial advisor. Okay. And uh, what's crazy is in the article, she describes her income as passive. She makes $760,000 a passive. year in passive income. And what does she do? She just provides advice on how to start investing with financial products to use and how to tackle after money decisions. So what to do? To invest your money and then what do and you then after to, you've invested your right. money? And people pay her money to do this. And is was she a trained? Was that was was that her career? Yeah, before that she was a financial okay. advisor, most definitely. So she's ta- she's talking about what she knows, you know. Right. And uh instead of working a 40 hour work week to make 40 50, hours, 60, 60 hours, yeah. She is making seven hundred and sixty thousand dollars working and ten hours. Myself, a week. I don't want to live on a sailboat because um I mean, but, it depends. I want to live. I could live on a yacht for about I, a year. Yeah, you know, I could live on a yacht, but I've been on a sailboat. The sailboat from from hell. So where we were, <laughs> it was supposed to be a nice, leisurely, you know, just jaunt around the island. Jaunt and around the island with some charcuterie and some no, wine. Meanwhile, no, we're on our so, side. Some, Literally, some the boat to... was like this. We're like. <laughs> for dear life, we're like this is a uh, oh, Gilligan's so... Island. So, yeah. Shout out to Gilgan's Island. They need to remake that with black folks. That'd be dope. They do. I'd love to see a Gilgan's Island remake. That's so funny. Would you? Yeah, yeah I guess so. I was just like, they were lost for a long time. That just made They're me sad. China. Yeah, yeah I, guess. I mean, it happens. Planes go missing all the time. Blue I China know that makes real. me sad. Like folks go missing all. Planes literally just drop off. I, was, I know uh, that's. Fly. We'll have to we'll have to do a um ooh, a spooky series. Ooh, yeah. Theories yeah. Yeah. Ooh, my gosh. Oh, that's I, right up your alley. Oh, talk about that for days, bro. All right. So, oh gosh, and this one, the latest on Brittany Griner. So Russia said they will only trade WNBA star for arms trafficker Victor Merchant of Death bout. The more I see this Brittany Griner series, the more I wish Scandal was still on TV. Because it seems like everything's like Something this was something Shonda Rhimes would write about, right? Mm-hmm. Like they take one of our sports stars and they want to get a their arms dealer, a known right. arms right. dealer, 
in exchange for our sports star and maybe right. He of- was he was sentenced to 25 years in the U.S. He had to be extradited um, for conspiring conspiring to smuggle weapons to to rebels in Colombia, and apparently the Russians want him back because he has ties to high profile Russian officials. Bro, so, but he is... got the the na- nickname the Merchant of Death because he flew old ass Soviet planes in Africa and probably crashed them frequently. So, listen, man, like this is uh, I, we just need to talk to Shonda Rhimes. Like, hey, Shonda, what do we do? Because this is something that you would write. This is a script out of her. Yeah, her it definitely book. is. It definitely is. But c- can we talk about the, like the fact that if the WNBA paid these women? Uh, I won't say a living wage because clearly they make a living wage, but paid them adequately. They wouldn't. I mean, do they make a living wage? These. I saw the saddest thing. I saw that that a they were talking about salaries of NBA stars Mm -hmm. and what Steph Curry and LeBron James would make. Who shout out to Steph? He's gonna be he's gonna be hosting the ESPYS. What they make for one game. They make for one a year. game is more than what the M- what WNBA roster would make for an entire season. The roster, the roster, like a team's roster. Yeah, no, the WNBA star, their top sell is like sixty thousand dollars for like the star of the team. Like, no, top you are lying. I thought it was more than that. Nope. Oh my gosh! So somebody could go get a shift at Walmart. Yeah, that's a, why all these as a supervisor. Dude, that's and why make, these... At least get a discount at Walmart. Man, look. Shut all right, up. so oh there's been a gosh. lot of... Uh, yeah, there's been a lot of um, controversy about what's going on. So in 2021, the highest paid WNBA star were Sue Bird, DeWanna Boner, Liz Cambridge, Elena like DeLone, Skylar Diggins-Smith, Brittany Griner, Diane Taurasi, and their... Top, I mean, their top salary was two hundred twenty-one thousand dollars. Total, total. What do you know? How much? Wait a minute! 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 So between those three or four women you named, mm-hmm. their combined salary is two twenty-one. No, 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 no. They're each of them were making two twenty, but they're on different teams, though. Right. That's what I thought. Yeah. I thought they were making like the twos, the top, the the top people were. And so how much? And then how much do they make? Playing a season in in Europe, or no? You know what LeBron James made for one game, one game, five hundred and forty-two thousand three hundred seventy-seven dollars. Okay, was over for one game. Well, a lot of that. So the money, the money. I mean, there's a lot of money in, in the W in the NBA. Clearly, you know, T-shirts, tickets, you know, all that stuff. So how can we get the girls? Uh, I mean, because they they put on a hell of a show too. So how do we? I think so. I've been. Or do you think around. the WNBA is making money? And they're just not paying them. No, 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 I don't think they're just. They're not. They don't have the ticket sales, right? If you ever yeah. look at WNBA games, they have games at like college campuses. They have games in like community rec centers and shit like mm-hmm. this, right? So my theory, and I've been pitching this all around my AAU circuit as we've been traveling this season. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, look, this is how we fix the WNBA and make it right. We have, we treat it like concerts, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when you buy your ticket to Scout a game. Scout the tickets? No. When you I buy mean, your buy ticket to the game, time. you have the WNBA team. So let's say for Charlotte, you have WNBA team in Charlotte and you have an NBA mm-hmm. team in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. So games, 
the opening game would be the WNBA game. Okay. And then the next game, like that same night, the follow-up game, like opening act and the headliner oh, would, yeah. be the w, would be the NBA, NBA game. Yeah. That way, the stadium would be packed to the brink. And WNBA can get some of that money, some additional money. Oh. That merch would be coming in. So mm-hmm. you got treated like a headliner, like a concert series. So yeah. every city that has a WNBA team, they line them up, pair them up with the with the NBA team, and they travel around like that. So when one team travels, the WNBA team and the NBA team travels together. That's a good and, idea. You know, they make more money because you got Steph making five hundred fifty-eight thousand dollars a game. You know, again, like yeah, these dudes is making. What an entire WNBA roster is making in one oh game. Oh my gosh, like is, that's crazy. Yeah, so we got to treat like concert series, guys. I know that okay. you know, women are like, you know, they might feel like bothered, you know, why we got to be the headline, but I'm trying to well, tell you, you know? Yeah. We've been around for 20 do. years. WNBA has been around for 20 years, bro. Like, we got to right. do something different. Is the right. definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result. Mm-hmm. We got we to gotta change it up. We got to change it up. Speaking of concerts, I'm going to show my age, but I am going to see the Doobie Brothers on Sunday. Oh, congratulations. At the Ameris Amphitheater in Alpharetta. Do you know how excited I am? I love the Doobie Brothers. Oh, my gosh. I just saw the commercial yesterday. I was like, hon. Oh, first seat, we're on our walk, walk, and beanies. Like, hey, we need to go see Bruce Springsteen in the E Street game. They're gang. They're coming. I said, when? He's like, sometime. I'm like, okay. I said, well, the Doobie Brothers are coming. He's like, when? I'm like, I don't know. I saw a commercial today. He's like, ah, it's probably sold out. So, of course, it was because the bots buy all the tickets. Right. And it's this Sunday. And I was scheduled to get my (laughs) booster shot at noon. So, I'm going to reschedule that. I didn't have any side effects last time. But just, I don't want to. So, what's your favorite Doobie Brothers? I don't jinx. All of them. (laughs) All of them. All no. of them. I can remember being 12, sitting in the car listening, maybe even younger than 12. Because I remember the, the album with um, What a Fool Believes, but like I can remember being younger than that and listening and hearing the Doobie Brothers on the radio, but all of them. Oh my gosh. That's what's up. And, it, and, and it's with Michael McDonald. So it's like all of the, all the, I remember that there was this, I can't remember which show it was. It was a sitcom back in the day and it was like, which Doobie do you be? <laughs> That's right. Now we definitely love anyway. We um, just came off of seeing um who we see. We just saw Jodeci, uh Monica, and Silk. Silk puts on a great concert. Them really? Yo, yo, they they on stage like Lord this is at their peak performance. Like the little really? short headed one. Silk is tell me what you want. Yeah, me. yeah. Meeting in my bedroom. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. And they've gotten like a, a little revival because they were using this song on TikTok. Bro, like they put on a good concert. Oh no, not that because they used it on TikTok because that that um, rapper, she sampled it. Who was it? Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I know which song because yeah. that song was on my playlist. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they put on a good song. We. Uh, they were singing for their stuff. lunch. <laughs> yeah, I told dinner. my wife. I leaned over. I was like, "Yo, somebody auntie getting fucked tonight because they were." <laughs> They were cutting up. Listen, Trisha, when I tell you he was eating out the stage, like he was like on the stage, like wilding out, like yo, little short boy dude. Oh my oh gosh. My gosh. Bless he was they should have thrown some show. holy water on him. Yeah, they were putting on singing a for the supper. Yo, let me That's tell so you something. Like, that was <laughs> how was Monica? Monica was great, except she, now they're saying that it was the the like the 
Acoustics? The audio's fault. Because she can sing. Yeah, no, they just took a while for her to come out. She was like 45 minutes late coming out, but they kept saying she's oh. backstage. It's not her fault. When okay. she got out there, she put on a good show. She didn't sing my song, though. Monica's song, the Angel song that she did. No, that With You. Yeah. With You, that was on her first album. That okay. shit is like the jam. That is my song. Okay. I, don't know, know. I was listening to I don't the song. Know. You had a key up. I was listening to it all morning. <laughs> That's that is, that so is my, funny. That is my joint. That's anyway, so I, that was a good. Time. I don't remember that song. So not a lot of people don't. My wife was like, I ain't never heard that song before. I'm like, listen, that was one of her best songs ever. She didn't do it at the concert, and um, uh, okay. that that hurt my heart. But uh, not concerts and the comedy shows. We're going to go see Amanda Seals tonight. Amanda Seals. I love her. She's so smart. Yeah, we're going to go see her show tonight. Um, we saw David Arnold a few weeks ago. We saw... Oh, how was he? I followed Oh, David Hunt. He was hilarious. Like, his comedy is grown folk comedy. Like, it, like if you grown and you married, you will die laughing at his shows. Right. Because he, like, he just... He is a great comedian. So, he was Now, good. you know what? You know who I want to see? I want to see Anthony Ramos in concert. I love Ooh, him. I yeah. love him. Listen, love, if love, he love. does... If he does that song... Um, from hit the show, the Spike Lee show. Um, oh, oh yeah, because he was on. She's got to have it, right? Yes. If what? No, what? What is that song? If he does that song, I will probably I would break down and cry. That really? song, man, I, that song touches my soul. I don't know which one that is. The one about where he was young and he left home. Mm-mm, that one, because mm. I like the I like them all, but I love the Target song. So you said the Target song. Yeah, this is the Target song. Hey. You're going off on a tangent. You've never heard this? Uh-uh. The Target song? That's because you never heard the beginning. You don't know this? Mm-mm. I'm not for that one. I like Anthony Ramos. Not this one. You must not watch commercials. No, here's the chorus. Hold on, you've heard this. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's the Target song. The song from Target commercials. Okay. Like I'm like I know that's Anthony Ramos. That's the ever said. But I gotta find this song. I have to. I love this song. And then. I found it. I was like, oh, the whole thing, like, it's like a, it's like one where you can see yourself in the club, like the whole song. Like okay, now nah, this is the All song right. right here. I got problems. I've heard that. And I'll be the first mm-hmm. to call them out. I've heard that. I, I can't even. That song. If he go see him in concert, he does that. Oh, uh, I love I'm, him. I'm crying. Yeah, like, I'm boohooing. Listen, I'm a grown man. Got four kids. Love to work out. Love to shoot guns. But I will cry. <laughs> I will. I will cry in a second. You hear me? I was watching oh. Pete Valley. Do, do you watch Pete Valley? No, you're the second person to ask me that. Listen, My sister Pete Valley's episode that. last week. I don't. Want, the, it's on stars. I don't have yeah, stars. One of the characters committed suicide. Oh and gosh, that, that shit had me alert? crying. Oh, it I'm was, not watching that. Dude. It was like boohoo. But you know yeah. what? He 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 wasn't the main character, but he was like a, a yeah, side no. main character. Now I'll be wait if I watch it. I'll be waiting to see which one it is. Mm-mm. You know it. You know it because you oh. know they give you the uh, give you the warning before the show starts. 
Oh, and you yeah. already know you like because you can tell like he was going through emotional stuff. But okay, wait, we're totally off tangent. But we are. Have you are. seen Black Phone? Black Phone with That's um phone. the dude Ethan Hawke. It's a it's a horror movie with a. Oh my god, we went to see that. Yo, we went to see How that. Did you forget you went to see it. Listen, we go see a lot of movies. When I tell y'all, probably been to movie theater like seven times in the last month. We go you see have? movies. Have we you go seen Elvis? see movies. Did you go I see Elvis? See okay, Elvis. all right. I, I knew I shouldn't ask you that. I'm sorry. Forget I asked you that. But, but to, side note, you saw Black Phone? have you seen Doja Cat's video Vegas? I the love movie that song. Yo, I listen, the video, that. whoever was the director for that Vegas video did their thing. That made me love being black even more. Watching wait that a minute, wait a minute. The one where she samples, where she has yeah, the sample yeah. hound dog. The video oh, yeah. for it is so black yes. and beautiful. Yes, it is. It is. Mm, it, it, is. is gorgeous. it is. But no, Black Phone was so dope. Like that it was, was. I didn't want to watch it. My husband, you know, he's seen 10 movies. Now it's been 11. So listen, he on the street. There was like two movies said, in a he, year. He, he cutting up. After he took a shower, he was like, "Hey, are you watching TV?" And I was like, "No." I said, "You want me to put the news?" He's like, "No, let me see." And he starts flicking, and then he's like, "What's this?" I said, "Oh, that's a horror movie. It's about some." And he watches the previews. I'm like, "Well, shit, the preview tells you the whole movie." It does. And I was like, "And I was like, I don't want to watch." I was, and I was really saying, and and my soul, I do not want to watch this movie. This is all my worst nightmares. Your kids getting kidnapped. I mean, Listen, I was like, it's just. I was just, like, we need to take our kids to see this because oh this is like a kid survival movie. One, yeah. I'm like, I need my. Well, kids first of to all, my my kids when I was when they were younger, and I guess even now, I tell them if somebody, if some grown person asks you for their help, you run. Yeah. I don't care if you look crazy. You run to the closest neighbor. You run to somebody's house because grown folks should not be asking kids to do anything. Dude, what about speaking of running to neighbors? The scene where he finally, where he kind of get out and he, he runs down the street instead of running to oh, the damn don't, house. When... Don't don't. Yeah, right. I like all yeah. these houses around here, and you just going to try to scamper down. To... That had me thinking this morning. Like if somebody was chasing me, would I cut through backyards or would I? You know, this person is in a truck. You cut through a backyard. You can tell he's from the hood. Well, first of all, through the streets. Okay. Me. <laughs> first <laughs> of all, never let them take you to a second location. Okay. Yeah, come on now. That's it. That's come it. on like, now. You got to put me in the trunk. You're going to have to kill me right you're gonna have there. To kill me, I'm bro. claustrophobic too. You're like, you're just now, I'm going to give the little kid some. He, he put up a fight. He he cut the dude up a little bit. Well, he, he, he with a little help from his he, friends. Yeah. No, when he when he first kidnapped him, when he pulled out his oh, little yeah, thing. Oh, yeah, he, he like, did. Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. let's. We're not trying to have any spoilers. No, but, but yeah, Black Phone But dope. basically, if you watch if you watch the previews, <laughs> it's basically the whole movie. But um, shout out to, um, to uh, what's his name? Ethan Hawke. Yeah, he was scary and creepy. Ethan Hawke did his thing in that movie. Shout out yeah, to him. That was yeah. good. Yo, real talk went. So uh if you like, if you want to laugh, Despicable Me, the Rise of Gru. Is that funny? Take the kids to see that. That was good. I've never seen any of them. I don't You'll listen to me. That's a take an edible and go see that. That is hilarious. <laughs> he says, Yo, family fun. Those little <laughs> things will have you cutting up. I'm trying to tell you, like that Rise of Gru was good. Thor, we just saw Thor. Uh, I want to go. I want to see Thor. I do want to see Thor. Thor is not. This Thor is it's like more like fe- he's in his feelings. And- yeah, it's ve- it's more comedy than. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I like. It, it's I more like of a comedic movie with some yeah. superhero stuff sprinkled in it. Yeah, yeah. More I don't so like than all a the superhero fighting. movie, or whatever. So yeah, it is good. good. That's a mile even. No, it is a lot I'm, of fighting. I'm still trying to watch Doctor. Strange. Strange. The, the first one. one. Came out. Oh, the first one. Okay. The first one, because I've I never saw I, I want to see the second one, but I haven't seen the first one. I'm trying to get his backstory, but I, I know what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. he's driving his car fast and you know he's going to the he's in the black the black tie event. And I'm like, I, I just can't. 
because I know he's going to probably wreck his car and mess up his hands and then well, but then, you know, so anyway, I'm, yeah, his origin story. I'm, I'm, I guess I should probably just fast forward past his origin story. I mean, the origin story is like 15 minutes in the movie. Okay, well, I can't get past that 15 minutes. So anyway. Okay, um, all right. So, sorry, Off of our movie tangent. On a, on a detour. Um, oh, Starbucks. Shane, tell everybody Starbucks, that Starbucks, Starbucks is closing 16 locations. So y'all been cutting up at Starbucks lately. And folks we can't have sick. nothing. We can't folks, have folks nothing. Folks been cutting up at Starbucks, and now Starbucks employees, they aren't feeling safe anymore. Um, and so they've gone from... Uh, you know, having trainings and to not just shutting down stores. So there's going to be over 16 stores are closing across the country, citing fears that its customers and workers are unsafe. Um, some of the store locations include Los Angeles, six in Seattle, six around Los Angeles, two in Portland, Philly, and in D.C. Um, and Portland, you know, they be wilding. Exactly. You just think you're gonna go to Portland and ride on all the little trails with your bike, and there's anarchy and you know Portland. All they do is smoke weed and, and cut up and burn shit down. Curse their curse, curse their government. Right. So <laughs> they're saying the spokesman says that we're closing stores and locations that have experienced high volume of challenging incidents that make it difficult to create a safe and welcoming environment. Now, while they declined to say exactly what incident prompted the closing, they're acknowledging that workers have encountered a deluge of problems, some related hmm. to drug use, mental health, racism in the neighborhoods that they serve. They initially tried to just shut down bathrooms, saying that you can no longer come That's in what I was say. bathrooms, mm -hmm. but then that didn't work. So now they're just going to shut down the stores altogether. Okay. That's unfortunate. There's, um, and, and I mean, after, you know, during COVID, the only, the, the freestandings, not the free, like the, there was a store in downtown Decatur that people went in and just chilled all day. It doesn't have a drive-through because it's in, right. a, you know, it's surrounded by other buildings. <clears throat> and that one has been shut down forever and they finally just closed it and they're not going to reopen it. So, um, so during obviously during the pandemic, only stores that were open were the ones that had drive-throughs. You couldn't go inside; you just right. went, went to the drive-through. So it's really, and a coffee house um, near me had actually right before the pandemic, a disgruntled worker had set the um, kitchen on fire. Oh my! Burned down the coffee house, and then pandemic came, and they were like, "You can't come inside," because that really that was the hangout where people went in there and um, drank coffee and or order one little muffin or whatever drank 12 cups of coffee and worked it was it was a cool it was a cool little indie Burns indie spot right because he was mad that's what's up oh. i'm liking this new generation of workers they're like <clears throat> yo fuck can it. you just quit no can you just quit nah nah we're not just gonna quit you don't have to make an announcement when you leave just Bro. leave just quit the the TikToks where they like bring in. I've seen where they bring like the quartet and they like do a song. And that's saying fun. That those are quitting. funny. Though. Like those, like they go out. Yeah, those are funny. Those are funny. Yes, and her, cake. Like, like what's it? What are we celebrating? Me quitting. Me yeah. quitting. Yep, I'm out. Uh, yeah, it's funny. All right. So on today's show, our main topic is interview questions and internal applicants and. So I'm going to ask Shane a series of questions and he's going to answer them wrong so that you know what not to do. Yes. All right. So here's what we're going to start with. Cause this is the one that always gets people. I think, mm -hmm. tell me about yourself. Oh man. 
Well, I was born in the U.S. Virgin Islands. And then... The son of a sharecropper. Exactly. You know, my mom was a uh, teacher. She was a... uh, She has a master's in English. And then she was really, you know, very serious about me being studious. And, you know, I studied a lot and I was able to skip a grade. And then uh, my parents... (laughs) Uh, divorced and I relocated to United States when I was trying to finish high school. And then while in high school, I played sports. And then while playing sports, I decided that I really enjoyed interacting with people because of the team camaraderie that we experienced on the football field. And while on the football field, we were able to work through very difficult situations that gave me a sense of perseverance. And that perseverance has really helped me to be the worker that I am today. (laughs) And in working through everything uh, that I learned on the football field in high school, it took me through college. (laughs) And while in college, I was able to work through going to uh, balance my schedule I had like three classes in one day, and that was. Oh my gosh! By this time, my ears would be bleeding. Okay, <laughs> they would be bleeding, and I may hang up on you if I'm doing. A, if this is a phone interview, we might get disconnected. Listen, we don't care about your origin story. Oh, that and, is not. That, I think that's a rookie mistake. Like people <laughs> with their first interviews might do because I did that. My dad sat me down when I was in college and said, "Tell me about yourself," and I went back to the beginning. Like I was. I was born at, you know, McGee Hospital. I mean, went back to the like the very beginning. And he was like, no, <laughs> I don't care about that. We don't care about We're your origin about your... story. When they tell you about yourself, we mean tell you about your professional yeah, self. Exactly. And preferably within the last five to ten years of working. Exactly. Like, and if you we don't have care about your origin story. 30 minutes for an interview, please don't take up 25 of those 30 telling them talking about yourself. The interviewer will have no, they won't be able to, they'll ask you, have asked you one question and you'll go off on this diatribe yeah, and then they won't have any of their yeah, other questions yeah. answered. So I know you, yeah. people are like, they're like, I mean, they're like racehorses ready to come out the gate. And as soon as they do, they're like, just talking a mile, million miles a minute. And I tell them, I am not the court stonographer. Okay. Can you slow down? And I don't care. So, yeah. So yeah, you just keep it, keep it short and sweet. Come up with something that explains who you are in five minutes or less. Because you, that wasn't even five minutes of you talking, Jim. But that was a lot. So, it felt like a lot, didn't it? it so like yeah, so maybe not even five minutes. Because to listen to somebody talk for five minutes straight is like, you go, unless start, you're like Barack Obama or James um, Baldwin. No, um, God, Lion King voice. In Darth Vader voice. Oh, uh, James Earl Jones. James Earl Jones, yes. Or, or what's his name? Morgan Freeman. Yes. Morgan Freeman, yes. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Barry White. All right. Yeah. Who? Barry White. Barry White. Yeah. White. He'll, he'll put you to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, okay. Um, all right. Here's one. Why did you apply for this role? Oh, so I was searching for a job. And then I came across the position on LinkedIn and I thought that this job was really like good and I wanted to apply for it because I thought that I could really do this job really good. And my skill set that I 
have done in the past would make me a good fit uh, for this job. And I wanted to apply for it because I think I can do really well in this job. I hear that all the time. I mean, I even from seasoned people like, well, why'd you apply? Or how did, yeah, what prompt, what's prompted your search? Or yeah, yeah. how did you hear about this position? Yeah. Like, I'll say that. How did you hear about this position? Oh, I saw it on LinkedIn. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I might just get I saw it on LinkedIn. Yeah, I don't. That's not that doesn't work. Like you want to talk about, you know, even though it may be a lie, you know, like I was researching companies that fit the direction that I want my career to go into. Mm-hmm. I came across your company and after doing some research, I saw some of the roles you had open and thought that for the next step in my career, this role would be really applicable for that. And I decided to put my name in the hat. You know, yeah. And something like that. But yeah, mm-hmm. do not talk about LinkedIn and you applied for it because you thought it was good and you thought you could be good. Or and- just I saw it on LinkedIn. I mean, yeah. I, we, we had some, inter- we were doing some interviews um, um late last year. And um, one of the, this is the, candidate and was interviewing with the SVP and he asked him why, why XYZ asked her why XYZ company. She's like, this is a company I've wanted to work for for years. And he said, what other positions have you applied for? And she said, none. And he was like, ah, like, you know what I mean? He was like, forget about her. I'm like, Mm. which I thought was odd because this company is not that big. So maybe she didn't see anything. Right. And that's Maybe, why yeah. she didn't apply to anything. It makes sense to me. Yeah. You, you wait to throw your name in the hat for the one that right. actually fits. Exactly. Right. I mean, because this is a small company. It was yeah. with a yeah, with a small sales force. So established self sales force. I didn't I didn't under I didn't understand that, but I thought that was a great answer. You know, because I always tell me. people if it doesn't work out, hey, go to LinkedIn, go to the website, set up career alerts. Set your parameters, and you'll get it. You'll, you'll get a you know message every time a position opens up that fits your you know with, with the parameters that you've set. Because for me to say, I'll call you when I get something else. There's one of me and a million yeah. of, of them. So I have we're to not call calling them you. We're not. To be, I would love to remember. I love to have that kind of muscle memory. You know what I mean? That I could think. Oh yeah, let me call Susie Q. Susie Q. Not role. that special to us. Sorry, well, I Susie. mean, you. I mean, I'm into her. I just want her to um. To, to work at the relationship too, you you know have some skin. It's a two way street, you know. It ask is. me out to dinner, you know. I don't yeah. want to always have to ask you out for dinner. It's a two way street. So, um, all right. <coughs> What's your greatest strength? Oh man, I think that my greatest strength is the fact that I am able to tackle any project that you give me and get it done quickly because I really work hard and I really give my all all the time. I think that being the fact that I played football in high school and had really given me a great strength of perseverance has really given me the ability to make sure I can tackle anything that is given to me. And so I see what you did there. My my, my <laughs> perseverance. <laughs> my perseverance is is my greatest strength because I can take on anything and get it done. Do people say that to you? Yes. Wow. Yes. I don't think I've ever asked anybody that question. Yes. So what should what should someone say to that? Not that. <laughs> yeah. You know. Clearly. Um, it depends on what job we're going for, right? So if you're talking about if you're applying for a job in sales, you want to talk about the fact that you can build in a personal relationship. You want to talk about the mm-hmm. fact that you're able to uh, you know, overcome barriers and able to uh 
you know, understand what the customer need is being able to be diligent in your research before you go see, visit a client, mm-hmm. you know, um, things of that nature. Uh, you want to make sure that the greatest strength that you talk or about. Or maybe you say it's attention to detail and then give an right. example there of that. There you go. Boom. Just whatever your, make sure that your strength is applicable to the job you're applying to and not some general umbrella, you know, answer. Cookie cutter. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. Here's one that I always ask. And I, I don't know how you could mess it up, right? Tell me about a time where you completed a, a task successfully with minimal guidance. Oh, man. So there was this time when I was in high school and the teacher had a group project and she asked us all to come together to put together a report for the book that we were reading. And so no one actually told me that I should put a PowerPoint together. And so I decided that putting a PowerPoint would be better than doing anything else. While everybody else in my group just wanted to get up there and read, I decided that putting a PowerPoint together would be best. And no one told me to do it. And so I went ahead and put this PowerPoint together. And I really got a great grade on it. Do people talk about high school a lot when they're talking to you, Shane? People talk about things that are irrelevant to the job. Now, it may not be high school. Yeah. But we don't care about a project in college. We don't care about a project in high school. That question is applicable to your work life. And right. we don't care about working at McDonald's. We care about what you've been doing. But even if McDonald's. it was at McDonald's, I mean, it's it's a the the It depends crux, on the role. If I'm talking well, to a manager, the, I don't want to hear the about the position is is it's ambiguity. Can you right. work in ambiguity? And right. I'm sure in fast food or whatever, there's nobody's gonna say now you pick this up and you put it out. You know what I mean? Or, I'm actually, they do. You oh, tell, do they? You ever worked in fast food? You never worked in fast food. I worked at Wendy's. Did you know what all the things are on the sandwich are color coded? How the, by know. order, by by color, like how the order and color correlate. Really? So it's like red. So maybe it's like green, red, white, mustard's last. Yeah, I don't know if oh. it's still like that because that was like seventy million. Years I always thought ago. Wendy's was like the adult fast food place when I was a kid. I always felt like really adult and grown when I got a Wendy's burger. Because those were little, good burgers. They came in like the silver foil wrapper. Yeah. It felt really like prestigious. Oh, they were good. I love I let, I, When my kids were younger, like they always wanted Baconators. So I would let them have one a year. One a year. Oh, look at mm-hmm. you. I was like, you could, I was like, is this, is this the one time you're going to have a Baconator? <laughs> because you cannot eat all that. Oh, that's funny. You cannot make that a normal thing. Yeah, and then, no. I, then they made Baconator fries, which were the bomb. They still do. I've never had one time. I ate them once, and I was like, I thought I wanted to die afterwards. I didn't. McDonald's. They were good, but I was McDonald's like, was man, that was just shot. too much. Love oh, McDonald's. McDonald's and Bojangles. Oh man, we used to make like fresh chicken before we closed that night, and oh, take man. home like boxes of chicken. It was. I don't think they can do that in fast food anymore. They yeah. just throw the food away, which is crazy. Like, yeah. They don't. My kids were like, "What did they do with all the food at the end of the night?" I'm gonna throw it away. Throw They're it like, away. "That's wasteful." I'm like, it yeah, is. Could, you know, it only is. in America where you can have people dying of starvation, but we yeah, throw away tons of food, food every day. Throwing, oh yeah. Speaking of throwing away tons of food, my husband charged Ariel with cleaning out the fridge yesterday. And she ain't checking no dates. She's just My like girl. trash, trash. And I, I, I was up behind her. I was like, Ariel, that apple was, that's a good apple. Nobody's going to eat it. Ariel. She's like, it's been in here for two days. That Parmesan that I just bought on Sunday is, it, I just bought that. There's two of them. <laughs> she had pickles on the count. 
on account of pickle spears. I'm like, these pickles are so I'll put them back in the fridge. That's she my had, girl. She had a, I mean, just a bag full of stuff. I, I'm going through it. Like, let me He's pull like, out oh, the stuff. cleaning out the fridge? Oh, I got you. We're going to clean out the fridge. And Don't the freezer. worry about it. And then she's like, she threw all the stuff away in the freezer. It was all stuff that she decided she wanted. Wontons and this and that. And Red. I, I mean, all it. the stuff that she picked up that she didn't want anymore that got thrown away. So that's awesome. But yeah, anyway, so the ambiguity. Everybody should think of every, no matter what level, think of a, a question where you've worked and been successful in ambiguity because that's what people Facts. are looking for. Like they're looking for people that think outside the box and don't need a lot of hand holding. So, um, this one's always a fun one to ask. How, how do, what do you what do your first 30, 60, 90 days look like in the role if you were to get it? Well, when I come into this role, I'm going to make sure that my first 30 days are spent learning as much as I can. Okay. Um, I'm really uh, great at learning things quickly. So I feel like in my first 30 days, I should be able to learn everything that I can learn. And I should be able to jump down with my feet on the ground and start contributing <laughs> to the team immediately um, within my first 30 days. I will have all the systems learned within the first 30 days. I know that I'm going to know everything that I'm going to need to know. And so by day 60, I would expect to already be, be kind of working towards management track. I, I will already want to be looked at as an SME by day 90. Um, I feel oh my like I can come in here and be an immediate uh, contributor to the success of the team within my first hilarious. 30 days. Yeah. I mean, I, I either get that or I get, I haven't really thought about it. And just yeah. going to. Yeah. I don't know. You're not going to know everything in the first 30 days, people. You're not. You're probably not even going to know how to log into the system in the first 30 days. Like, let's hey, be honest. We, we worked at a company where there were some jobs that took two years for you to be proficient. Bruh. Two. Bruh. Two years. So if you're coming and talking about when am I going to get promoted? Yeah, and you say something like that, leadership is rolling their eyes because they're like, mm -hmm. "What? Is, what are you talking about? Like, right. be an SME by day ninety? No, yeah, like a day ninety, you might know how to get to the cafeteria uh, right. by day ninety, right? Like right. if you're on site. <clears throat> so, yeah, let's be realistic in our answers. Uh, you don't have to try to, you know, make yourself seem like an omnipotent god, right? In your first ninety days, that's right because it's it's not yeah. possible. No, and we know not. it's not possible. And you saying that it is possible makes you look like an asshole. Yeah. And, you know, oh, we no, we don't want to talk about other people like that. Oh, we don't? Okay. But we do talk about you like that, though. Uh, understand. We well, do. okay. So now this brings me to internal applicants. I had this conversation the other day where a hiring manager said, wow, that person's applied for a lot of jobs. Mm. And I was like, yeah, they have. Um, but should we hold that against people? I hold that against the manager of whatever team that person's on. Ooh, right. So when I see intern, one. yeah, when I see an internal applicant that's applying for like three or four different roles in different departments, mm -hmm. that tells me that they're trying to get the hell away from their current leadership. Because okay. they they and that leader in that leadership is not getting along, especially when they're like random departments. It's not even right. like they're applying for a job within their same department. When they're just right. trying to get out of that department, that speaks to me. That tells me about leadership. Um, and that tells them that those leaders in that department is are not helping that candidate feel like they have a secure future on that mm. team and they have to get the hell away. Um, okay. And when you apply to a bunch of different roles, I've heard leaders say that it raises a question mark for them because naturally they don't want to think that their peers are held in culpability for causing this person to leave. So they just think it's the 
internal candidate right. who is trying to jump around, right? But in reality, it's not the internal candidate. It's the leadership. It's the leadership. That well, the there's a way to get, get around from. it, too. When I discussed this with the hiring manager the other day, who's a very reasonable person, and I said, have an off, you know, off the record conversation. Like you see, Billy Bob has an opening. Ping him or send him an email and say, "Can we? Can you got five minutes to chat? Find out about the role. See mm-hmm. if it's a fit. You know, think about think Before about it. you make it official, right? You know what I mean. And then talk to your man. You know, talk to your manager and say, "Hey, I'm going to post for this role. Don't. I mean, you can look at roles. You can talk. I, I recommend talking behind the scenes." That, no, that's that. a great idea. That's a great point. Yeah, don't right put because people are judging you because they're judging you. I people don't are judge. judgy as fuck. But yeah, so people are judging you. I don't judge you, but I want people to get what they're looking for. Now, it just so happens that I try not to use my bias too, because there was a person who applied to this position as well who just got promoted. She didn't change jobs, but she just got promoted. And I called her. I said, does your manager know that you apply? She said, yes, I have his full support. I was like, all right, then. So I let the hire, the hire manager know that Susie Q has Billy Bob's full support. So, um, all right. So I guess this is our accountability corner, right? Mm-hmm. And I guess it's, it, could, it could go both ways. You know, all the issues with lost luggage or, or delayed, delayed luggage. Um, Have you seen that video? There's a picture of like a luggage uh, area, and that thing was like just a yeah. sea yeah. of luggage. It was like, yeah. It may have been here in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. No, really. It may have been here in Atlanta. And so what's happening is it it's delayed, but then people are starting to steal it, probably. I would not. Um, so I'm trying to figure out. I've been flying steadily. Now, I haven't flown since April. But what happened, you know, in April when I flew, I get, you know, get over to the baggage claim. My luggage is already on the little thing. What happened? Do people, are people quitting? I think that's what it is, man. I think that people are realizing that's where we had the big walkout. Or so many more travelers that. No, nah, I think it's the can. quitting. Remember, I mean, we had the big protest the other day with all the pilots because they wanted to get paid more money. I think that what we saw was cabin fever uh has resulted in now everybody wanting to travel and so everyone's yeah. traveling the workers who are there are working even more than they worked before okay. but they're still getting paid the same amount that we're getting paid and they're like well mm-hmm. we're putting in even more work now there's more travelers pay us more not right. pay us and companies airlines aren't paying more airlines could get away with not paying a lot of money because they gave you free flights Right, you could get on standby, but now yeah, people, but you can't see, get, people flying standby can barely get anywhere now because so many people are traveling. Standby right. ain't even worth it no more. Well, really. my mom, I mean, I worked for US Airways for 10 years, and I was after that, I was like, I never want to fly standby ever again in my in life. And my mother worked for them for 30, so as a kid, I grew up flying for free, right? But I don't like standby, I don't like being beholden to anybody, you know. And, and the US Airways, they were some mean MFs yeah. at, the, at the ticket, I mean, at the gate. Which is now American Americans picked up that baton, but um, yeah, like, my so mom I had me on her pass after my dad passed away, and I was like, I ain't fly standby. It's I not worth do, it. I do not care. Nah, I will pay for it. Listen, so now I she need has Ariel. Seat. She has Ariel on there, and they flew standby. Their plan was to fly face positive to 
to Pittsburgh on Delta. Well, they couldn't even list for the flight because it was it was oversold. Mm. So she's like, oh, my gosh. I'm like, have you not been watching the news? Like People are flying. So then they flew standby on American Eagle. They flew to D.C. and then D.C. to Pittsburgh. Came back last Sunday. I was like, you are bold. Like, you got kahunas on you. Yeah. They, get, they got back. They flying Luggage through ship. Charlotte. Yep. Flying through Charlotte. I was like, wow. I was impressed. That was a yeah, but yeah, I, your mom I could said, not. I'm a vet, yo. I, got, I could not I have got done a platinum that. pass. I'm getting I, the seat. I could not have done that. Not at all. We years ago we were on a flight to Boston. I think we were on a flight to Boston. My sister, my mom, and I see my aunt, and they called us off the flight. What you mean? Like you already on the flight? Mm-hmm. In your because seat? they they said because of weights and balances, we're like we weigh two pounds. We're like, and hey, yeah. like then they were like, no, we made a mistake. You can go back on. We were like, but we don't. Bet we don't. We will get the next flight. Thank you no, very much. I ain't getting back like, on that plane. Making that like, walk yeah. shame. Like that meme where like Mark Simpson tapped Lisa on the shoulder like, hey, can let me talk to you for a second. Right. Um, so I guess, so I guess kudos to Delta, I All should right. say. Shout out to Delta. They chartered a flight and flew 1,000 pieces of luggage to London Heathrow to be uh, reconnected with their owners. Um, so How much they, luggage that is? Yeah, God, that's why. 1,000 pieces of luggage? Uh, Who, did they, my question is, while that sounds great, did they pay those mm-hmm. luggage loaders extra for doing that? Because a thousand pieces of luggage is a lot of luggage, people. It's a lot that of is. luggage. That's a lot of luggage. That's a lot. That's of a luggage. lot. Did they have? Did they have to put the luggage in the seats too and buckle it in? They had like, to because you can't fit a thousand. That, they literally or, packed the plane oh, with or luggage. Oh, it's a charter plane. It's just a a plane, a big cargo plane, possibly. Possibly, or yeah. or it could be one of their like large seven forty sevens where they yeah. just pack everything inside the plane with luggage and just. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they so, did but it pe- though. So shout but out to them. But people are, yeah, yeah, shout out to them because I think the Delta just always seems to go above and beyond. Like when they were making money before the pandemic, they gave hella bonuses, right? They're Delta like, we, we're going to dope, share yeah. in, in, you know, in in our success. And then um, I, I I think they're they're pretty stand up. Um, but we have to we have to be active participants in this whole baggage claim fiasco air tags i have one on beanie's oh. collar do you, air tags you somebody air tag in your bag put an air tag in your bag oh i never thought about that yep and you find you track it on find my phone so that's are, what's up yeah but i mean it don't help if your bag don't make it on the plane though i mean you can well, at least you know, you know where it is i mean yeah, you could yeah, like yeah. hey look and 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 you can get directions like you know when you find my it'll get like turn right go left go down the but you know, I will say this though. Um, we flew who do we fly? We flew American to one of our AAU tournaments, mm-hmm. and American Airlines on their app, they do have a track my bag app. Yeah, so and so you can see where exactly where your bag's at. Yeah, you know, so we landed exactly. and we looked and my bag was still in the city where we left. I was like, Oh, uh, it was yeah, crazy. yeah. I was like, uh, my bag ain't here. And they're like, yeah, you know what to tell you. Um, yeah, um, Delta has the same thing. But, yeah. I mean, people are, like, not knowing, like, the airlines, like, we don't know where your bag is. So if they're like, we don't know where your bag is, and you're like, I don't know where my bag is, then you can, yeah. Air tag it. Air tag it. Air tag your bag, it. your kids, your dogs. Air tag your dog. I air tag Beanie. So when I leave him, it's like, you're going away from Beanie. I'm like, bye, Beanie. Yeah, and they, you buy the air tag, and then you go on Amazon, like everybody, 
Oh, can I say that I am sad that Prime Day is over? Only I was about to say that. I was like, I hope you took advantage of Prime Day. I love you took advantage of Prime Day. His Prime Day song. Hope you took advantage of Prime Day. I love the Prime his commercial. That uh, that song was very catchy. Hey, you know that song had me a little iffy. I'm like, I'm not sure if I like this dude talking about buying cocoa butter. Like, I feel like that was like our thing. Why are you talking uh, about cocoa butter on TV with your Jerry curl? Like that 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 made me feel some kind of way. But it, it was a catchy song. But it I was. was wondering, like, you know, mm, mm, was he supposed mm. to be Michael or Prince? Or just a combination, or ready for I the think, not ready for yeah. the world, or something. Yeah, I think it was just like a a a general reference yeah. to some of our great well singers of the eighties. I've never bought cocoa butter off of Amazon. I can say that I buy Palmer's. Yeah, and I get it from Publix or I buy wherever. my whipped shea butter from my local black owned business. Oh, here. um, now I'll buy turmeric and stuff like that. I'll yeah, buy, yeah, but I used to try to find a, like something on Etsy. Um, oh, speaking of sales, there is a if you're in investment, there is a sale today on Google stock. Um, the oh. Google stock is being um, divided up, and so shares are going from twelve hundred dollars a share to one hundred and twenty dollars a share for today. So you need to go just today, just today. So if you're going to oh. buy some Google stock, you need to buy. You got tip. you got a few hours. I need to, to buy jump some Google on stock. That. Yeah, I need to buy some for the kids. They, are you serious? Did it split ass. or something? Yeah, they're doing the stock. They're doing the uh, share split today because you know, like everything else, they're just giving the sale out, and oh, so shares up. are just for today. Going to be one hundred twenty bucks. Oh. oh, and let's add in our accountability corner that Elon Musk. Oh, Elon Musk is. You know what? Is, There's no way you can be a billionaire and not be a little a dirty. Dick. You know. <laughs> Excuse my language. You it, know. I mean, we know. Okay, let me talk about conspiracy theories. He never planned on buying Twitter. Okay, no, that was a diversion. That, like how you say, when if, if what we Look see is going hand. on, right, right. You don't Jedi, see this anyway. Yeah, Jedi mind <laughs> Um, some what's going on behind the you know behind the scenes. First of all, I don't care if you had twins with your, unless it was with your. Whatever person that works with you. I mean, because it, it wasn't sexual, fishing, right? Because it's she, it wasn't sexual she got promoted to like. You know, she jumped up and rolls really quickly within she the got company. Promoted. She didn't get promoted to bottom bitch, though, because he still has. He's back with that other singer, hey. Grimes, or whatever. Yeah, but she got twins, though, so that paycheck coming in for the next eight years. He got about 20 kids. I yeah, mean, but when you're the richest man in the world, what's 20 I kids? I mean, yeah. What, what, yeah, what, what is 20 kids to you? Like, ah, here's a check. You good. You, you think that, I mean, you think that he would just stop populating the world, though. Maybe he'd go see his local urologist. He's I mean, the anti-Nick Cannon. While Nick Cannon is trying to wipe out a race of people by having a bunch of mixed babies, Elon Musk is trying to repopulate a race oh. of people by having a bunch of... It's, it's basically a battle between him and Nick Cannon to see who's going to win um, the the uh, the baby race. Yeah, they both are like an episode of SVU. The one, remember, where, um, where John Stamos was the doctor... Oh had, yeah, he like kept uh, doing women. artificial insemination yeah, with the women. Yeah, yeah using I, I mean unknowingly a, artificially and yeah. Yo, I kind of build the corn. Did you see the story in Brazil no. with the anesthesiologist? No. Anesthesiologist in Brazil was caught on camera having uh, forcible oral sex with a patient as she was having her C-section done. This was not the first time he's done this. Wait a minute. Reports wait a minute. have come out. Yes. He's an anesthesiologist. He was in a room yes. with her alone? No, he was not. It 
there yes. are there are everybody there. is in there full and you know when you have a c-section there's a curtain up so there's a curtain up no, from the surgery, the actual C-section is happening. So he's standing right but there by the curtain. You're not, you're not out. Huh? She wasn't. You're not out. You're away. She was out enough. He's the anesthesiologist. So he just gave he a gave little bit extra. too much. Yeah. Oh. And so, and the nurses noticed that he was doing this. And so one nurse decided to record it. And this is how he finally got caught. Because they saw a pattern of him doing this. And he would, like, get really aggressive if anybody tried to come towards the curtain. And you know, and turns out she got him on camera. And he, so these people, a spouse or a or family member was never in. He always picked people that were women that were alone. Yep, yep. And more women are coming out saying that it happened to them while they're there. Yep, buddy. That is sick. That is sick as fuck. I couldn't have been the husband. God damn boy. Well, was there a husband though, or they just and they just? No, I've not heard of any husbands coming out yet. But yeah, these women. Uh, what? Uh, that is insane. That that's insane. But it's not the first time you've heard. It. You've heard. I mean, I've seen stories of dentists getting arrested for you know. Um... I watched a Seinfeld marathon last week, and I have mm-hmm. never watched that. I'm like, after Seinfeld went off, I was like, and when it came back in syndication, I'm like, I can't watch this. But right. <laughs> it was like all the best ones, and the one where where they went to the, the dentist, and Jerry when Jerry woke up, his shirt was out of his. Like they were the dentist and the assistant were buttoning their their shirts, and Jerry's shirt was out of his pants. <laughs> the dentist, they were assaulting patients while they yep. were asleep. Listen, that's the movie I was that uh, bad bosses or whatever. With like, oh, I never uh, saw that, but yeah, oh Jennifer gosh. Anderson. Yeah, Jennifer Anderson, and she was mm-hmm. like, "Oh my gosh, that shit is hilarious." That is another great edible and watch movie. That is. I've never seen it. There was a bad boss. Or is a bad boss or horrible? Boss? Horrible bosses, yeah. There horrible, is horrible bosses. bosses. There's one yeah. and two with Jason Bateman. Yeah. Jason, right? I love Jason Bateman, man. Like yeah, that's my guy. Like him and Jennifer Aniston plays a really, really she great. She plays a good bad guy. Yeah, um, like she plays yeah. a great bad guy. Like that was a good movie. Yes. Yeah, so. Oh, did you ever see Office Party? Yeah, I love Office yeah. Party. Oh my gosh! Listen, <laughs> when the girl this, eats her cinnamon, and she's like, "Hello, Santa." <laughs> listen, the Office Party was Bad Santa. Another great yeah. good movie. Uh, Bad, was it Bad Teacher with Mom, yes. uh, Cameron Diaz? And, oh, good and movie. With Justin Timberlake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. Those are good movies, man. All great, low, racy-ass, controversial movies. Project okay. X. Project X. I've never seen that. Project X, like, they, uh, these high school nerds decided to throw a house party. Mm-hmm. Listen, that thing is outrageous. Who's man. in that? It's a bunch of, like... Teenage kids, it's like um, no, no big names, but it was okay. Really good. The movie really good. that you said there were no big names in, remember that movie where you were like the time traveler one? The time, remember traveler. you told me to watch the time, it was a time traveler movie. Listen, Trish, it was on Amazon. Oh gosh, it was and... Cynthia Revo, is that her name? Reva, the one who played Harriet. And, and Leslie Odoms, remember you could pay to time travel. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. yeah, you yeah, said yeah. Was, I said who's in it? You're like no, but you know. I'm like I know them. Oh, I didn't know. Leslie them. Odoms from Hamilton. Yeah, never watched Hamilton. You've never seen it. You know you could watch it on Disney Plus, right? No, I got a friend. Uh, shout out to Delester and her daughters. They are obsessed with Hamilton. Yeah. They've probably seen Hamilton at least fifty times, like oh. they know word for word. And yeah, so never. Uh, yeah, never and Cynthia is that? What does she play? She played Aretha Franklin in that 
docuseries. Okay. And she played Harriet Tubman. Mm, yeah, and she no. was she was in the color purple. That's how I guess she like her first break. She's got a beautiful voice. I mean, she always has really long nails. Oh, yeah. and Orlando Bloom was her ex husband. Was that the rich guy? Was Orlando Bloom? Yes. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. But did you like it? I, I couldn't watch it. I couldn't finish it. Oh. I didn't <laughs> like how I don't like when people are happy and you make make a problem. Yeah, but you know, but was he really happy though? I don't know. But if you pretend that's the that you thing, are, like, was he happy? I think that was the whole are, thing. You are, or you maybe I mean? he, but he knew that his wife could be happier with someone else. That's dumb. We could always be happier. That's right, right. Nah, I mean, I mean I don't know. I'm not gonna say that we could always be happier, but whatever. That was listen. If I had like my wife Janet and Rihanna in like some sort of polyamorous like marriage, I think that would be like I, there's there's tears to this. I would think my wife would not be upset if she was like you know the wife and she had Daniel Kaluuya, Idris Elba, and myself in like on a rotation. Sort of, yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> you can be happier. Well, like, I mean, okay, if you think of life, if you think of if you think of life in general, like your life and your life choices, yes, you can yeah, be happier. But if you think happier. of life in as moments. Right. In that moment when you're happy, you are yeah. happy. You are. Like you, you can't are. be you any are. happier in that moment. Right. So, and but you gotta yeah, find you happiness. Think... You got to find happiness. You know, got to embrace the happiness when you have it. Right. You know, you know a lot of people try and, to and realize like when you have, when that thing is happening, that really cool thing, and it doesn't have to be anything, you know, exuberant. You know, I mean, just get to be game night with your kids. Embrace that. Yes. Yep. Don't or you're like, oh my gosh, I am so, and I say it, I am so happy. Like, this oh is gosh. a good moment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like this moment is good. I don't know what happened before this moment, after, but this moment right here, yep. this is a happy moment. That's what I'm life is. It's a series of moments. I think so. he, I think that was actually telling you how much he loved his wife, though. That he was willing to sacrifice the good life that he that they had together to give her a great life. Well, I'll have to finish. It was, I tried to watch it a couple of Saturdays ago, and I was just like, mm. I just, I, I just wanted to have a happy ending. So it does have a happy ending. Okay, well, I'll watch it. I'll go back. It does, I mean, it's not the ending that you want, but the oh. ending, everyone's happy at the end. Okay. Hey, are you what? Are you watching? Um, what's that show? It's with Maya Rudolph on on um, Loot. It's on Apple. I don't she's have a, Apple. She's TV. like one of the well, five wealthiest yeah, women in the world, and her husband cheats on her, and then she, she figures out what to do with her life. The soundtrack is awesome. I mean, that's what's up. No, I oh, the soundtrack! It, it so my Rudolph is so cute. Anyway, it's yeah, it's it's a cute little show. My son has Apple TV in his room, but I don't have it. Oh yeah, I have it. Erin was watching something on Apple TV. I said, well, "How are you watching it?" She's like, "On my phone." I was like, oh, "Okay." Yeah. So. I know. Anyway. I'm watching uh, P Valley's my big, and then the shot. Have you watched the shot on Showtime? Oh, great! I have series. Showtime, but I don't watch. It. I don't like shows about drugs. It's not about drugs. I mean, anymore. Okay, well, it's it 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 started off okay around growing up in a community around drugs, but it's not about drugs. It's about black life in person. Okay, as long as people. All right, that's fine because I just don't like to see drug ravaged. In fact, not, I don't this new season, they don't talk. They they are. You, you know, you brought a good point. They have moved so far away from the whole, they're in season, oh, good. Three, season three now or season four. And they've mm -hmm. moved away from any sort of the street. Can I just start lines. watching it now? You can. 
You can start with season, whatever season we're in now. Okay, because I asked about that movie. What's the show that's on HBO? The Wire. No, not The Wire. It's, this uh, is in drugs. This is um, it's like sci-fi. Tandwi Newton is in it. Oh, my wife. And, uh, and, time, um, not time travel. Um, Westworld is it? Westworld? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I yeah. asked my friends if I could start now. They're like, no. Everybody's like, no. You'll be confused. I'm like, what? Yeah, start from the beginning. Yeah. That's four seasons. That's like starting Black Mirror from season from the most current season of Black Mirror. You can't do that. You gotta. Does Black Mirror still come on? No. They said. Remember, they said they stopped. They didn't release Black Mirror because the new season of Black Mirror was so closely reflective of what was going on in the when, why not pandemic that they felt like it would be it it's just okay wouldn't now. be right to release it. So they I think they probably might be reshooting everything for Black Mirror. Like they, oh, really? they halted, yeah. Okay. Because they couldn't they didn't feel comfortable. You know it's Black Mirror. You know some sort of wild ass shit was gonna happen. Right. Where right. they were like, ah, this might actually inspire people to do something crazy during this oh, time. Please. So so we're gonna like that was a dollar, so you can get a couple more. Um, so what are we gonna be talking about in the upcoming weeks? Man, so for the next couple weeks, I think we may do more role playing. I think that we may go into how to uh put together good conversations to have with your uh managers via email, what that looks like and sounds like those per our previous emails, you know, <laughs> have those conversations, you know, how to, how to, uh, how to say hell no, but the yeah, hell you know, how, how to have those conversations of, I am not, I am not your slave to do this. I'm not working extra hours. I am, I am literally only working what I'm doing, what I am paid to do. Um, I think that that is something that we all, um, need to need to understand what to do. And the tag on that, as far as being like, when you talk about how to have like really have a work life balance. Yeah, work life. Like we support. say it a lot, but we're not. We are failing miserably. Have you Turn seen that? Off. Have you seen that meme where it's it's some someone in Europe and they're like, you get they're out of office. They're like, I'm going to be out for the summer traveling. Blah blah blah. blah. Yep. See you in September. And then it's somebody in the U.S. is like, I'm going to be out for the morning getting a heart transplant. I'll be back in the afternoon. Yeah, email it's me. Like, I respond who, to my email. Why do why or why is everybody so needed? So we have to talk about that. Like, why is the need? Because America is built on greed and corporate money. You know what I mean? Like, let's understand this country only wants to make money, and this country was built on getting 400 years of free labor, and so that idea that the cheap labor and great profit margins has never left us. We just had to figure out a new way to gain great profit margins by having as much labor as possible for as little money as possible. Yeah. And so, you know, that, that is, that is the foundation of America. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about it. Yeah. We'll talk about it. So, all right. So how do we find us, Shane? Man, you can find us on the Twitter. You can find us on IJ. You can find us on YouTube. We are streaming our podcast on all major platforms. Um, You can find us out in these streets watching movies and going to concerts and such. Shout out. Can find you at Doobie Brothers concert this weekend. You can find me at Amanda Seals tonight at the Riley Improv. You know what I mean? Like, oh, she, she, I wonder if she's going to talk about why they didn't invite her to the real. Oh, I like hope to so. Their, they didn't. Oh, oh, oh yeah. But I mean, yeah, I, I hope she talks. Yeah, she, she talks. So people, like, 
you know. And Maxie, she talks that talk, man. She yeah, she does. She, she, she talks she's a good that actress talk. too. So alrighty then, my friend. Well, right. um, I hope you feel better. Well, it seems like you are feeling better unless you were faking it. You know, I mean I'm feeling like seventy-five percent. Okay. 75. Well, your 75 might be somebody else's 100. So. You know, you know, let's hope that this yeah. continues to increase and then maybe I can get back to normal. My wife has had everybody like avoiding me like the plague. And, you know, at least she let me sleep in the same room with her. So that's what's up. Yeah, she's she's brave because I've been like, you need to go out to your office. It's uh, funny. So. so we are. All right. We are. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. Bye, Shane. Peace.